Blah, blah, blah. You guys watching this on YouTube? I can't imagine watching this, but it's just my face mostly covered by a microphone. But, you know, the best things in life are free. You're not going to say it. Somebody should. Let's talk about two time. Let's talk about bum one, yeah. Asking the questions that nobody could. Like where are the bone dogs and are they in harmony? Everybody. Welcome to another episode of a show uh, What we do on this show, if this is your first time listening, um, I welcome you And that is the last time you'll be welcomed from here on out It's going to be insulting It's just how it works, that's part of the game um, This show is a show about Every episode, I go through a list on a Wikipedia article called List of Las Vegas Casinos That Never Opened. So, uh, <clears throat> you know, we're st we're, we just happen to be in the ASs, the Asia. Uh, it looks like there's about 45 of them. So uh, let's go through these. I don't know. I just, I for some reason, think this will be entertaining. But this might be a show... Occasionally we have an episode of this show where I just do a thing and I'm like, let's see if this becomes a thing. Maybe it won't, but maybe it will. So first we've got the Asia Resort and Casino, where the Palazzo Casino and Resort currently stands adjacent to the... I don't care about this. An Asian-themed casino was proposed but was rejected for the present Palazzo project. Uh, you know, I don't know when this happened. Let's see. Maybe I can click this reference. Website Vegas Today and Tomorrow. Dreams Part 2. Uh, well, the website looks extremely old. Now, this is saying 2012. But, uh, you know, I don't know. This Most of these images do not appear to be a 2012. Anyway, uh, probably a good choice not to have the Asia Resort and Casino. Somehow I think that uh, if this had gone through, at this point people would be asking for a... Uh, well, the, the odds of this happening in a, let's say, culturally sensitive way seems very unlikely. <laughs> you know, uh Although I would propose that maybe an option here is to have a casino for each race. Uh, not, not exclusive to each race to gamble there, but you know. Anyway, let's move on. Alon, Alon, Las Vegas. A-L-O-N, Las Vegas. A proposed luxury hotel and casino located on the Las Vegas Strip on the former site of the New Frontier Hotel and Casino announced in 2015. The project was put in doubt after Crown Resorts announced in late 2016 it was suspending involvement in the development. Crown announced in December 2016 that it was halting the project and seeking to sell its investment. The remaining partner, Andrew Pascal, announced he was seeking other partners to proceed with the project. However, in May 2017, the land went up for sale and was purchased by Steve Wynn. Well, that's not very interesting. Alone. Alon. Alon. I don't know. I don't know what that is. Next, we've got Beau Rivage. Let's say this. French. Beau Rivage. Steve Wynn, who had purchased and demolished the Dunes Hotel Casino, had originally planned to build a modern hotel in the middle of a man-made lake. Now we're talking. This is the kind of shit I like to hear about. He later built the Bellagio with a man-made lake in front of the hotel. The name was later used by Wynn for a resort built in Biloxi, Mississippi. I do kind of like this uh, in the middle of a lake. It's This is a very Las Vegas sounding thing to me. And, uh, you know, uh, I'm a fan of Las Vegas-y things happening in Las Vegas. That seems like a win to me. It seems like a stupid idea and a waste of money. 
And uh, that's why I think it belongs there. Caribbean Casino. In 1988, a sign for a proposed casino was erected on a fenced vacant lot on Flamingo Road. Standing near the sign was a scale model galleon. For several years, that was all that stood on the property. The empty lot was the source of many jokes by the locals until the ship, which was later damaged by a fire started by a homeless person, was torn down in the 1990s and the lot became the site of the Tuscany Suites and Casino, co-owned by some guy who has owned the property since the 1960s. Okay, well... You know, whoever this uh, homeless person is who burned down a scale model of a galleon in Vegas, you're kind of like uh, mildly famous. And I, I guess this was probably in the 90s. So who knows if I, I don't know where you are now. Hopefully you've moved on to burning things down and then returning to a nice home. Carnival. In 1989, the Radisson Group proposed Carnival, and this is spelled C-A-R... Oh, wait. C-A-R-N-I-V-A-A-L. A 3,336-room 3, hotel next to the dunes with an H-shaped hotel and casino shaped like a Hershey's Kiss. What? Oh, an H-shaped hotel and a casino shaped like a Hershey's Kiss. Construction was first delayed from January... 1990 to December 1990. The project was never built. The Radisson Group, why an H-shaped hotel, why Carnival, and why a Hershey's Kiss? What do these things... It's like, this is great because I feel like these casinos are just all harebrained. These are like my eccentric millionaire ideas, except they don't they aren't explained. You have to like come up with the explanation. This is a better than you know, you've got like those one minute mysteries. Ooh, a locked room mystery. How did this happen? This is like that, except instead of trying to figure out who stabbed the maid or whatever, it's like, what were they thinking? What's the connection here? How does this work? Cascada. A proposed resort that was to have been built on the site of El Rancho, Vegas. The partial is now partially taken parcel is partially taken by the Hilton Grand Vacations Clubs and Las Vegas Festival Grounds. It's weird going through these like Cascada because it's kind of like Cascadia. It's kind of like Cascade, but it's not. It's like a different seemingly made up word. City by the Bay Resort and Casino. A San Francisco themed resort was proposed on for the site of the New Frontier Hotel and Casino. The project was rejected in favor of the Swiss-themed Montreux, which was also eventually canceled. A San Francisco-themed resort. So it'd be, uh... Well, I guess you could have a, uh, a Chinatown. You could have a Tenderloin district where it's, like, guys shooting up. Uh, that's fun, I guess. I don't, I don't know what San Francisco is like now. I feel like I was there at a time when it was probably different. I mean, it's been coming up on 20 years probably since I went there. I didn't particularly enjoy it. I found it expensive. But it could have like the original neighborhood, maybe. That's something. City by the Bay Resort and Casino is not very catchy. I know I was just making fun of these other names, but come on, guys. Countryland USA. A country music-themed resort was planned for construction on the site of the former El Rancho Hotel and Casino, again. Uh, for some years, the El Rancho sign stood with the words, Coming soon, future home of Countryland USA. Now that's what I'm talking about. Uh, I'm guessing this would be like a miniature pigeon forge uh, in the, on the Las Vegas Strip. Country bear jamboree kind of shit. Good. They could, oh, they could have a moonshine distillery. I, I think we could have a lot of fun in Countryland, USA. Uh, I would, you know, and it, oh, it would be really great is if Countryland, USA and City by the Bay were like across from each other. So they had like a little feud going. Oh, you uppity West Coast San Francisco people versus a uh, down home country folk. This is a win. This is like the new Excalibur. 
Craig Ranch Station. <laughs> uh, a Mediterranean-themed hotel casino for North Las Vegas proposed by Station Casinos in March 2000. The project faced opposition from nearby residents, which led to the proposed location being changed to a vacant property on the nearby Craig Ranch Golf Course. Residential opposition to the new location led to the project being rejected by the Gaming Commission. Station Casino still had the option to develop the project on the initial site, but the project was canceled entirely in July 2001, following a weak financial quarter for the company. Is this like Craig? Why is it Craig Ranch? Is this Craig like the CD player you would get from Walmart? They're like, we deserve a casino. We made... Uh, not bottom tier electronics, but uh, pretty close. <laughs> Crown Las Vegas. Formerly known as Las Vegas Tower, the Crown was to have been a super tall skyscraper built on the former site of a wet and wild water park. In March 2008, the project was canceled and the property was put up for sale. Uh, great. I don't know. The Crown. At least that kind of sounds like a casino to me. The Crown Casino. Desert Kingdom. Okay. In 1993, ITT Sheraton, Sheraton, Sheraton required the Desert Inn Casino and announced plans to develop the large parking lot into a Balinese-themed resort to complement the Desert Inn. The project was never developed, and the site is now the location of Wynn Las Vegas. <laughs> Uh, again, that's probably turned out to be for the best, I think. Desert Kingdom. I didn't think, I guess I was thinking desert, like, you know, because Las Vegas is in the fucking desert. So yeah, it kind of makes sense to have like a desert-themed casino. But uh, what are you going to do? Echelon, Pal Echelon Place, not Palace, Place. Better, Palace is better. An announced project by Boyd Gaming planned to have a hotel built on the property of the former Stardust. Construction was suspended on August 1st, 2008 due to the Great Recession. I didn't know that that was called the Great Recession, like officially in caps and linked. In March 2013, Boyd Gaming sold the proposed site for $350 million to the Genting Group, which is redeveloping the project as the Asian-themed Resorts World Las Vegas. Uh-oh. Asian casino rears its head again. Yikes. Um, I find it interesting that it's like, I guess there are people or groups or whatever who have so much fucking money that it's like you could just own a property on the Las Vegas Strip and you're like, eh, this will just be vacant for like 20 years. Fontainebleau, Las Vegas. Located on the Strip and originally known as Fontainebleau, Las Vegas. Construction began in 2007. The resort was to include a casino, 2,871 hotel rooms, and 1,018 condominium units. Construction on the $2.9 billion project ceased in 2009, the year of its planned opening. Um, they sold it. Marriott was going to open it. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Um, and the condominium aspect removed. That That is kind of weird. I don't know a lot about casinos and the strip, but it seems like condos are kind of a... Who's the audience for a condo on the Las Vegas Strip? Because it's going to be expensive. And I guess you could do it as like a investment property or something, an Airbnb, that shit. But I mean, who wants to be a slumlord there? And also... You, like, rent an Airbnb on the Las Vegas Strip. What do you think is going to be happening in there? That seems like a risky proposition. Harley-Davidson Hotel and Casino. A resort themed after the motorcycle manufacturer, Harley-Davidson was proposed, complete with two hotel towers shaped like gigantic exhaust pipes, but was never built. <laughs> well, that would be cool. I like the idea of a building that is looks like a thing. I like things that look like other things. That's always fun. Um, I think they might have missed out on some money there. I feel like the kind of people who are really into Harleys are like really into uh, going to Vegas. That seems like a strong crossover audience. 
if you've got the kind of money to spend on a, a new Harley, uh, you probably got some money to spend in a casino. Just seems like a a win. So maybe they should maybe they should reconsider. Jockey Club Casino. The Jockey Club is a condominium and timeshare resort on the Las Vegas Boulevard. It was planned to have a casino, and chips were made for its use, but the casino never opened. <laughs> that sounds like something I would do. I'd be like, well, we need chips first. Let's get some chips going. And then uh, then be like, oh, shit. Like, I don't have any of the other things that I need for a casino, but I do have these cool chips that I spent about 12 hours designing. Damn it. And then bought. Just I was like, well, these are cheap as shit. I'll just buy them online. I'll just, let's start here. And I'll hand them out to people as like my pitch for the casino. And then everyone's like, no thanks. And then I'm like, oh my God. If I was smart, I would have designed these to look a lot like a different casino's chips and try and cash them in. Cactus Cates, spelled with K's. Always a, always a danger to be 1K away from a, a 3K situation. When I was in middle school, we had this science fair. Well, we had the invention convention. And you had to invent something. Which I think the teachers gave up on pretty shortly. Because it's like, yeah, I mean, when you're like 12, you can't really invent something. Like science fair, I get it. Like, you don't want to see a fucking volcano. You don't want to see a crystal radio or whatever. Um, you don't want to see someone grow mold on a piece of bread. But at the same time, I was like, I mean, what kind of shit do you think people are going to invent? I had a friend in the class who I remember his two years, he invented a cup that had four handles on it. Um, so that way there was always a handle in reach. That year, I think he got a pretty poor grade. Um, well, no, he got a good grade. But the science teacher was like, if I could grade students based on their potential, you would get a bad grade. But because I have to grade students uh, equally and fairly, you get an A. Because um, you did the, you know, stupid shit. Which that, there you go. That's the, that's the uh, expectations of the uh, school that I went to. But uh, I made the Keen Key Container which was a Nerf ball cut up to go around a key so that when you fell on it, you know, when you're at the roller rink, but, you know, whenever, whenever you were doing something with your keys, um, it wouldn't stab you. Also, it floated. Uh, and I, I came up with the name because I was like, oh, that's fun. It starts with the same letter. And then I was like, hmm, KKK, not so good. Not a, not a great victory here. Um, so, anyway, Cactus Kate's 2Ks. By April 1994, Gold Coast owner Michael Garlin was interested in building a hotel casino in North Las Vegas. At the northeast corner of North Rancho Drive and Cary Avenue, in January 95, the City Planning Commission approved the rezoning. The resort, to be named at Cactus Kate's, would be built by Gold Coast and Casino Limited. It would include 450 rooms, and the casino would be 105,000 square feet, later decreased to 102,000. Like, these facts, sometimes... I understand that sometimes facts are available, and it's like, well, I guess Wikipedia is the appropriate place to put them. But at the same time, some facts, I'm kind of like, I mean, so 105,000 reduced to 102,000, I don't really care. Um, is there an edit version on Wikipedia where I can go through and just be like, no one cares. Only the hugest nerd in the world cares. The only reason this exists is because someone found this out somehow. They did some kind of research in the documents and was, they were like, I just want to show everyone how much I did. I don't care. In December 1998, which is like four years later, they received approval from the planning commission in November 2000, the Planning Commission approved a two-year extension of the permit, giving them more time to decide if they wanted to build Cactus Cates. Because of a 1999 Senate bill that placed restrictions on casinos in neighborhoods, 
Ugh, damn government always restricting my garage-based casino. Uh, Coast Resorts had a deadline of 2002 to build the casino. It would be over 100 feet high, so they were notified, required to notify the FAA due to the site being less than 1,000 feet from a runway at the North Las Vegas Airport. Um, in January 2001, Station Casinos purchased the site for $9 million. Coast Resorts President Harlan Bratton said, As we saw the competitive nature of that area intensify in terms of the size of competing facilities, we just felt we would have to build something much bigger than we had intended to compete with Texas Station and Santa Fe Station. It was just going to be a very expensive project, and we didn't feel the returns would be that good. Station Casinos planned to sell the property as a non-gaming site. This is so funny. Like, this, this is like the story of everything, I feel, which is, oh, this would be fun to do. And then as soon as you get into it, you're like, oh, my God. Like, I have to notify the FAA because this is over 100 feet tall. I can't fucking plane see there's a building there. This is dumb. And I have to get this approval and there's this law. So that puts that deadline. And you're just like, oh, fuck this. I thought this was going to be. This is what I always assumed like bar ownership would be like. You're like, I think I would be a great bar owner. Everyone probably thinks somewhere inside they'd be a great bar owner. And then when you actually got down to it, you'd be like, this fucking sucks. Oh, it turns out I like going to bars, not running bars. Las Vegas Plaza. This was to have been modeled after the Plaza Hotel in New York City. The project was announced shortly before the demolition of the New Frontier Hotel and... What is this fucking New Frontier Hotel and Casino? Where the new hotel would be built. Las Vegas Plaza was canceled in 2011 due to the Great Recession. So from 08 to 11 it went, although this Great Recession is not hyperlinked. London Resort and Casino. This announced project was to have been themed around the city of London and featuring replicas of the city's landmarks. The project was to be built on land across from the Luxor Hotel and Casino. Casino. A second London-themed resort was to be built on the former land of the El Rancho Hotel and Casino. Neither project ever began construction. I mean, they already had, like, uh, they got Paris. Luxor, I guess, is kind of like an Egypt thing. Excalibur is like old-timey London. New York. I don't know. And then uh, the circus place. Circus Circus. London, Las Vegas. This was a proposed three-phase project using London as its design inspiration. Bunch of rooms, a 500-foot tall observation wheel named Skyview, and uh, 550,000 square feet of restaurants and shops, all of which would be architectural replicas of British landmarks and neighborhoods. It would be across from Mandalay Bay where as of July 2020, the partially constructed Skyview still stands. The uh, wheel was to be phase one of the London-Las Vegas. So I guess there's still part of it. So this one kind of almost happened. Some of it has happened. Maybe this London-Las Vegas thing is still going to happen. I don't know. I think of London as like a classy place, and maybe I'm wrong, because I've never been there and never really learned anything about it. But it seems like a classy place. That seems to have no business in Las Vegas. Montreux. The Swiss-themed resort was said was to have been built on the property of the, guess which, New Frontier Hotel and Casino, but was ultimately canceled. This New Frontier Hotel and Casino uh, is where everybody was like going for this same spot. Okay, now this sounds awesome. Moon Resort and Casino. Proposed by Canadian developer Michael Henderson, this is a planned 10,000-room lunar-themed casino resort. Gaming experts doubt it will ever be built in Las Vegas simply because the, the space planned for it is too large for the Las Vegas Strip. <laughs> it's 250 acres. Um... That sounds awesome. The moon? That's where I want to go. I want to go to the moon. And that, like, what a great ad pitch, too. Now you can go to the moon. One small step for man, one giant leap for degenerate gamblers. 
Moon. Also smart because it's like, uh, I guess maybe this is why they do countries and stuff, right? Because it's like, well, no one owns the fucking copyright to the moon. It's not like intellectual property. Plus, you can get all that good NASA photography and stuff. Because um, that stuff is all like public domain. So you could decorate the shit out of your casino and not pay a dime. I don't know if people who make casinos think about this stuff. Probably not. They probably don't need to. Uh, Nev Star 2000, like Nevada Star 2000. Proposed by Nev Star Gaming in 1998, the Nev Star 2000 Entertainment Complex in North Las Vegas would have included a hotel and casino, but the project faced opposition from nearby residents who did not want a casino in the area. The project was canceled when Nevstar Gaming filed for bankruptcy in 1999. I'm confused about um, the residents not wanting a casino. I guess there must be like uh, neighborhoods in Las Vegas where there are not a bunch of casinos. I don't know. I guess uh, like if I don't want... I don't want to be uh, bombarded by kombucha all the time. I don't go to Boulder, Colorado. So maybe if you don't want a casino near you, Las Vegas seems like a terrible place to live. I guess maybe it's, you know, not... Maybe people don't live there by choice necessarily. So it's like uh, they're they're trapped. They're trapped and they're doing their best. But boy, I just got to imagine that it's got to be a frustrating thing to be like, I'm going to live in Las Vegas and uh, try and tamp down these casinos. <laughs> North Coast slash Boyd Gaming Project. In May 2003, Coast Casinos had plans for the North Coast Hotel Casino to be built at the southwest corner of blah, blah, blah. The project would be 40 acres of vacant land. Okay, so the moon was going to be 250 acres. Surrounded by other land that was also undeveloped. At the time, the North Las Vegas Planning Commission was scheduled to review requests for zoning changes and approvals from the project. The project was not scheduled to be built for another four years. After completion of a highway interchange nearby and an overpass... Bill Curran, an attorney for the landowner, said, We're going through the zoning changes now so everybody knows what's going to be out there. There's going to be a 10-story hotel, 398 rooms, bowling alley, movie theaters, and a parking garage. Um, they approved it preliminarily. Uh, Boyd Gaming, the owner of Coast Casinos, announced in February 06 that it would purchase the site. Some guys were the owners. Boyd Gaming had not decided on whether the new project would be a coast property or if it would be similar to the company's Samstown Hotel Casino. Hey, I know that. That's a killer's album. I didn't know that was a casino. Look at me. Look at me learning. At the time, no timetable was set for building the project. Put on hold. Construction permits. But decided to review growth. Scheduled to begin. Construction had been scheduled to begin mid-2007. Yeah, well, I think we know how that went with the Great Recession. Unfortunate. Palace of the Sea Resort and Casino. This was to have been built on the former Wet n' Wild Water Park site. Well, that makes sense. Conceptual drawings included yacht-shaped towers that housed suites, a casino resembling the Sydney Opera House, and a 600-foot Ferris wheel-type attraction dubbed a Sky Wheel. It never left the planning stages. <laughs> I just like, they're like, anything sea. So that opera house, that's kind of the sea. Uh, fucking, you know, it's on a water park site. So let's have yachts, opera house, and a Ferris wheel. Fuck it. I don't know. These are sea type things. Paramount Las Vegas. A casino and hotel and a casino and hotel and condo resort with more than 1,800 units was planned by Royal Palms Las Vegas. The project was to replace the Klondike Hotel and Casino at the south end of the Las Vegas Strip, beside the Las Vegas Welcome Sign. It was approved in 06, pulled out in 07, and the land was for sale in 08. There's a lot of deals that fall through, huh? Klondike Hotel um, doesn't sound great, but then when you're in Vegas and you're basically like, oh my god, it's so fucking hot here. 
then you're like, all right, maybe it is kind of amazing. Pharaoh's Kingdom. Planned as a $1.2 billion gaming hotel and theme park complex to be built on 710 acres. So the moon was 250. So this is 710. Um, the project would have an Egyptian theme. No shit. Including two 12-story pyramids made of crystal and each containing 300 seats. Suites. The hotel would have a total of 5,000 rooms, making it the largest in the world. The 230,000 square foot casino would include 100 table games and 3,000 slot machines, while an RV park, mini golf, a bowling alley, and video game arcade would be located beside the casino area. Uh, some of these things, okay. There's a casino, mini golf, all right, bowling alley, all right, video games, okay, and an RV park. One of these things don't fit so well. Three of the project's various pyramid structures would house the 50-acre family theme park. Other features would include sphinxes, man-made beaches, waterways resembling the Nile River, an underwater restaurant, 24-hour child care facility. See, that's a perfect example of like, no, 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 I don't need that. Also, 24 hours. So this is like you drop your kids off for a sleepover because you're like, hmm, I'm going to be doing a lot of cocaine. I cannot... Stay with you. A hundred tenant, a hundred tenant shopping promenade, a repertory style theater that would be overseen by actor Jack Klugman. Additionally, the resort would feature an 18-hole PGA Championship golf course and a monorail located within the theme park. The project would have one mile of frontage along Las Vegas Boulevard. Now, somehow this didn't work out. Frank Gambella. President of the project stated that financing was in place. Uh, groundbreaking planned for March or April 89. He said the project would be financed by several entities. Many, many people. With the money coming from a Nevada corporation, suggesting the entities would be grouped together as an umbrella corporation. A Resident Evil situation develops. Gambella said that the project could be opened by Labor Day 1990. Uh... So we're talking about, like, less than a year? The resort was expected to employ 8,000 people. And uh, he also said that there would be 750 condos and 900 retirement care apartments. So you could uh, send grandma... Well, that might not be so bad. The project was canceled shortly after it was announced as authorities became suspicious of developer Anthony Solano's fundraising efforts for the project. It was discovered that Solano and his associates hacked into the Switzerland bank accounts of Philippine President Ferdinand Marcos following his death in 1989. Solano pleaded guilty to federal conspiracy charges. Another Egyptian-themed resort, Luxor, Las Vegas, would open on the South Las Vegas Strip in 1993. Holy shit. I mean, good for the authorities of being, uh, suspicious. I mean, a mile-long casino resort, and you're like, I don't think I'm, I'm curious about where you got the money. I don't want to cast aspersions, but I got to admit that I'm curious about the funding for this. I might need to see some paperwork. <laughs> Planet Hollywood Resort. Original plans. Originally planned to open in the late 1990s on the side of the Desert Inn. It was going to be one of the largest hotels in Vegas. But then bankruptcy of Planet Hollywood restaurants, so the hotel was never built. Uh, however, in the 2000s, a group of investors bought the new Aladdin Hotel and Casino and remodeled it with a modern Hollywood theme. Playboy Hotel and Casino. Uh, a proposed casino resort themed after Playboy magazine was rejected in favor of a nightclub and suites built at the top of two floors of the new Palms Tower. The planned location for the Playboy Hotel and Casino on the Las Vegas Strip was later used for the Cosmopolitan Resort. Hmm. I don't know. Playboy Hotel and Casino. That would be, uh, you know, Pete had two Playboys that were the result of dumpster diving as a young man. Uh, so maybe, you know, 
maybe that would be ideal dumpster diving. That's like the best thing I can think of that. It's it's kind of weird, I guess, because like on one hand, it seems like fitting for Las Vegas. And on the other hand, I'm like, I mean, basically, Las Vegas is all kind of a big Playboy magazine. Except also a lot of grandmas are around. But, you know, you take the good, you take the bad. Santa Fe Valley. Santa Fe Gaming, which owned the Santa Fe Hotel Casino, blah, 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 had plans for a second property. It'd be built on a 40-acre lot in Henderson, Nevada. Uh, the start of construction was delayed because of poor financial quarters for Santa Fe Gaming. And the company had not received financing for the project yet. I mean, who? how does this work? How is it like, how do you have the, the juice to start a construction project and you're like, ah, shit, I don't have the money for this. Uh, construction never began. It was sold to uh, station casinos to be used as a shopping center. Mm, that's kind of a shame. Shenandoah Hotel and Casino. Oh, boy. A project by Wayne Newton. Why not? Although the hotel operated for a short time at 120 East Flamingo Road, the management was unable to get a gaming license. After years of floundering, it was sold to a Canadian company and became Bourbon Street Hotel and Casino. Now... Okay, this is like being a bar, and then you're like, we can't get a liquor license. And you're like, well, what even are you? And they're probably like, I don't know. I, how can you not get a uh, gaming license? They have freaking uh, slot machines in the airport. That's how... I don't know. I feel like I could get a gaming license for my garage if I lived there. Silver City Proposals. By January 20, 2000, <laughs> by January 2000, some guy was planning to build a San Francisco-themed resort. Uh, he intended to give Silver City a million-dollar renovation. A multi-million dollar. Yeah, he's like, I don't know if a million-dollar renovation is going to take you very hard. There was going to be a whole thing. The resort was going to be named Tycoon. Uh, with an expected cost of $100 million, And I guess it didn't happen. What is with this, like, fascination with a San Francisco hotel? What is the San Francisco... What are they going to have? Like a pier? A fake pier? And uh, trolleys? I guess you could have, like, a trolley that goes around. That's fun. Uh, maybe you could make it very hilly in there. I don't think people would like that, though. Somehow, if you could create an architectural optical illusion that there's a hill, but really there's not. Uh, but based on how easy it is to rent a rascal and cruise around there, I don't exactly think this is a, uh, a big, uh, you know, hill, hill climb crowd. Southern Highlands is planned for the community of the same name. It was going to have 1400 hotel room. I don't, I have no idea. Like what is a holiday in? How many rooms does that have? Because this is like 1,400 rooms, and I'm like, that's a lot. But then I'm like, well, maybe it's not. I don't who fucking knows. Uh, because of uncertainty in the financial markets in 2007, Southern Highlands was delayed. It remains unbuilt. South Star, March 1987, 6,000 hotel rooms. Um, they had agreements with different national hotel chains to build separate hotels. What? With, uh, however, the October 1987 stock market slump caused the project's postponement. The corporation bought the land adjacent uh, to the hacienda from Howard Hughes. Did not know that he was a Vegas landowner, but there you go. Uh, in mid-1998, Simon & Associates pur purchased the project and announced the project was on track. The project was never built. <laughs> That's like a, a good... That's like a Wikipedia humor. Uh, announced the project was on track. And then the next sentence is just, the project was never built. Draw your own conclusions about the truthiness of their statements. Okay, Starship Orion. International thoroughbred breeders announced, ITB, uh, announced plans to demolish the El Rancho and construct Starship Orion. A $1 billion hotel, casino, entertainment, and retail complex with an outer space theme. No shit. 
covering 5.4 million square feet. The resort was to include seven separately owned casinos, each about 30,000 square feet. Each potential casino owner was to contribute up to $100 million to own and operate a casino within the complex. The complex would have included 300,000 feet of retail space, as well as 2,400 hotel rooms and a 65-story hotel tower. ITB hoped to begin construction later in 1996 with a planned opening date of April 1998. I guess it didn't happen. Starship Orion. For you nerds, when you go to Vegas, this is where you want to... I mean, these are the ones I like. I like these... These 1980s ideas seem great to me. Like, you know, just crazy and uh, very out there seems like in the late 80s and early 90s, people were like, what if we had a casino based on, uh, hmm, I don't know if I've seen one based on uh, those Goosebumps books. <laughs> Goosebumps casino. How come there's not a horror casino? That's what I want to know. Sunrise. Uh, property developer Michael Mona Jr. built the hotel casino and stated he was going to break tradition by starting a casino without a theme. He failed to get an unrestricted gaming license when suspicions arose concerning his associations with alleged organized crime figures. Chips were made but never used. The building was opened as Arizona Charlie's Boulder. <laughs> Is that a boulder? It's a hotel and locals casino. Okay. Arizona Charlie's Boulder. <laughs> I like that uh, he's like, here's our theme. No theme. This is like the Seinfeld of casinos. It's a casino about nothing. Oh, this is good. Titanic. In 1999, Bob Stupak was planning a 400-foot-high resort themed after the RMS Titanic. You don't have to fucking put RMS on there. We know what the Titanic is. To be built on a 10-acre property he owned near downtown Las Vegas. Would have included 1,200 rooms, 800 of which were to be used for timeshares to help finance the project. That sounds solid. That year, planning commissioners rejected Stupak's request to change the zoning to allow for a hotel. Uh, the project was later planned for the former site of the El Rancho, but was rejected by the city council. This El Rancho, too, has really gone a lot of ways. A, titan a giant Titanic. Which is hilarious, because you're like, I guess the Titanic is like, on the one hand, a very opulent, whatever, romantic idea. Especially, I suppose, in 1999. That's probably about when the Titanic movie was out, right? 1997. I will say, working in a library, that children are still fascinated by the Titanic. Like, they're still really into it. And I'm not totally sure why. But, uh... Is, isn't this like having a 9-11 casino or something? Like, I, Don't get me wrong. I'm kind of in favor of terrible ideas. I think they're at least interesting, but uh, I don't know. Victoria Bay. Uh, canceled because of high costs. <laughs> um, fair enough. W. Las Vegas. Proposed in August 05, 1.7 billion joint project uh, scheduled to open in 2008. Have a big ass casino, condo, hotel, residential units after, but someone pulled out of the deal. This is so weird because it's like, I had no idea that condo units were like a thing. Like people, I guess maybe there are enough people in the world who are like, I got some extra money. I if I get a condo in Vegas, I'm going to go twice a month to Vegas for the weekend. Okay. Wally's Wagon Wheel <laughs> uh, was to be developed by Walter Weiss through his company Magna Leisure Partnership. These people do not know how to title their, their uh, groups. Magna Leader leisure partnership that's so dumb um they purchased a property they had tentative plans for a western themed property known as the wagon wheel it was expected to cost 15 million dollars financing hadn't been obtained uh and they expected it to open in 1990 
I just, I'm so confused how they're like, we don't have financing, but uh, we're thinking 1990. Oh, here we go. October 1991 remained unbuilt due to difficulty obtaining financing. Uh, the planning commission wanted to give him some more time. And uh, he thought he would, he wanted the same amount of rooms as a nearby hotel, which had 204, because they were doing well. And he thought it would be good luck to have the same number of rooms. <laughs> um, okay. I mean, yeah, why not? I guess you make your own luck at some point, right? You just kind of say, you know, some people are like four leaf clover. Some people are this. They're like, I'm making a, a hotel and this one's doing well. So I'll make the same number of rooms. That's probably the key to their success. Um, by 1992, he didn't have financing. And it was a large, one of the largest casinos for Henderson, Nevada. It's going to have a theater lounge for country and Western entertainment and a large bingo room. Uh, he met with nearby residents to discuss the project. And uh, he had the original design changed to include a larger buffer zone between homes and the hotel casino. And then uh, the commission voted to approve. Well, that's something, I guess. Uh, but then the city council rejected his plans for a 200-foot buffer. In July 1997, the unbuilt project received its sixth extension. Uh the city council approved the six extension, but denied his appeal for a one-year extension, instead giving him six months to make progress. Up to that time, $1.7 million had been invested in the project by Magna Leisure Partnership. As of 1998, the project was expected to cost $80 million, and the proposed site had gotten bigger. And Weiss stated he was close to obtaining financing from a casino operator. The project was never built. <laughs> that should just be the title of this is the project was never built why why west um it's gonna be in a place blah 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 the complex would be known as wild wild west with local residents as the target clientele hmm uh, locals casino huh by the end of the year the project had received approval uh, blah, blah, blah. They sold the undeveloped land to Walmart in April 2004. <laughs> well, you know, if, if you're going to make something for locals, uh, I'm guessing a Walmart is probably a better investment than a casino for local residents, but whatever. World Port. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Their group was known as New World. Also, again, terrible. Mega Resort, they were going to build a mega resort consisting of hotel casinos, a convention center, and a fine arts facility. It was like, they always have one thing that you're like, what? No, fine arts facility? No, guys. Um, never happened. Oh, my God. Um, you know how I was just saying uh, that's like having a 9-11 casino? World Trade Center is our next one. Uh, it was purchased, renovating it into the World Trade Center Hotel. A gaming license was applied for, but when it was discovered that two of the partners were convicted felons, the application was denied. This guy withdrew his application and died in a car crash that was ruled a suicide. Cards and gaming chips were produced, but were never used. The property has since been demolished and now is a parking lot. For the convention center annex. <laughs> Yee. There's a little bit. Of, a little bit of curse. Uh, on this world trade center. Concept. Maybe we shouldn't have like a world trade center. Maybe we should just have like a. You know. Let's do some of the trading here. Some of it there. Maybe not put it all in one place. Seems convenient. If you want to hurt people. Ooh. World wrestling federation. A casino themed after the World Wrestling Federation. No shit. The WWF, which, by the way, fuck you, World Wildlife Fund, or whatever you're called. Um, the project never went past the proposal stage. Uh, WWF also proposed to open the project on the property used by the Clarion, which was demolished in 2015. I mean, a wrestling hotel also seems fun. 
I don't really care about wrestling, but I like, I just like the idea of, uh, you know, I like the idea of trying something. Xanadu. In February 1976, the Clark County Commission approved the 23-story Xanadu Resort. It would have 1,700 hotel rooms and a casino, convention facilities, a showroom, dining, indoor tennis courts. It was going to be developed by Tandy McGinnis of Bowling Green, Kentucky, and his Xanadu Corporation. And we built on 48.6 acres owned by Howard Downs, a resident of Coral Gables, Florida. It would feature a pyramid design that would cost $150 million. It would have been the first themed mega resort. Um, much information and many artifacts of the project are housed at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas Library. Okay. And now the Excalibur is there. Tandy. Um, when I was a kid, my stepmom had us take tennis lessons. And there was a tennis teacher there who was a guy named Tandy, who I remember thinking at the time was like, I questioned his tennis abilities. He seemed like he was a handsome guy getting by on his, you know, I was like, I guess if you are a, you know, a solid seven um, and you're a younger guy, you probably could make good money coming to a Greeley, Colorado and teaching middle-aged ladies tennis. And they just kind of watch you run around in little shorts and everybody goes home. I, I don't know that that's what happened, but uh, seems like a seems like a possible thing, right? Seems like a I don't know. I just didn't trust this Tandy. I don't know why. Just too good looking or something. I from a young age I was like, this is not how my life is gonna go. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start my inherent distrust of the Tandies of the world as early as possible so that I know that I'm never bamboozled by a Tandy. Well, there you go. Uh, another great episode as we've chronicled the casinos that never was. Um, I can't believe we've made it this many episodes doing this, huh? Well, tune in next time for another great episode where somehow we chronicle the list of casinos that never was again. I don't know. This reminds me, I listened to a show one time where basically every week they watched some shitty movie, like some shitty Sandler movie. All right, bye. <laughs>